Welcome to the Startup of the Year podcast, where each episode we showcase exciting new companies from around the world. This podcast is produced by Established, creators of the Startup of the Year program. Established is focused on helping organizations with their innovation, startup, and communication strategies. Welcome back to the Startup of the Year podcast. I'm Frank Gruber, your host. I'm also the co-founder and co-CEO of Established, co-founder of Established Ventures, and the team behind the Startup of the Year community and this very podcast. Thanks for being here. On this episode, we're going to hear a conversation from NFL Hall of Famer Derek Brooks and Lakshmi Shinoy, the CEO of Embark Collective down in Tampa. Um, so we're going to chat about grit, passion, leadership, legacy, and probably a little bit more. And uh, for those of you unfamiliar, Derek Brooks played 14 seasons with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He tormented the Chicago Bears, my favorite NFL team, and was, was promptly inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2014, as well as the College Football Hall of Fame in 2016. He also is now the EV of Corporate and Community Business Development for Vinick Sports Group. They own the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and a number of other things. And among his endeavors, he's also involved in a number of charity efforts as well. So great stuff down there. Looking forward to, to the conversation. Before we jump into the interview, though, we're going to continue our segment and highlight a startup from the community with our startup spotlight. In this episode, it's going to be Interview IA. Interview IA is committed to systematically building an inclusive future of work in a world where organizations can be objective and inclusive in hiring to create thriving, diverse, engaged cultures of highly performing employees. Interview IA is refining the actual practice practice of interviewing by creating the first solution to bring human calibration, structure, and data-driven interview outcomes into one fully integrated, easy-to-use cloud application. They use deep learning and other technologies and human-centered design to refine the method of interviewing. If you want to learn more about Interview IA, simply go to their website at www.interviewia.com. All right, let's jump into that interview with uh, Lakshmi Shinoy and NFL Hall of Famer Derek Brooks. Well, as you can see, as an as an accomplished athlete myself, it's obvious why I got to interview Mr. Derek Brooks, um, and I'm mad at everyone who laughed at my joke. Uh, but you are a legend, so I am so honored to be able to sit down with you and really dig into some questions related to grit and passion oh, yes. and leadership and legacy. Those are the, the topics I'm going to cover in our short amount of time together. But thank you. I think I can handle that. All right. I, I think so too. <laughs> All right. Well, I, th- I think about your experience, uh, both on and off the field and the amount of passion and love that you've had for all of the the work that you've done, whether it's as a, in, in your career with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or um, in your role in really being a leader in our community now, and uh, I think I equate it to as we're working with so many different startups, so much of the startup life is brought to you by passion. It is somebody who has this undying love to solve a problem for the world, and they're dedicating their entire life to solving it. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious about how you balance that 24-7 passion with the fact that sometimes that 24-7 catches <laughs> up with you, and it is a it is a grind. <laughs> yes, um, it is. And so just for the startup founders in the audience, how do you manage that 
that world of I love what I do, but sometimes it can be all encompassing. And how do you how do you personally navigate that? Well, well thank you. Uh, first of all, I, I do want to uh, say that I, I've been blessed to live my whole life, you know, here in the state of Florida, from Pensacola, Florida to Tallahassee to being drafted by the Bucks. So the passion that you talk about, for me, I was born into it, to be honest with you, when it, when I talk about how I want our state to be the best of the best. And growing up, it was obviously through the lens of being an athlete and a football player and, and coming through the state of Florida during my time, we were the best of all the prep athletes that colleges came to recruit. And even with our universities within the state of Florida, it was uh, a highly competitive situation. Uh, I just happened to choose the best one at Florida State. Uh, but as I fast forward that, and you mentioned the word passion, to me it all starts with your attitude. Uh, you got to find the attitude and have a proper attitude into anything you do. For me, it was obviously uh, coming here and being a part of a Buccaneer team in the mid-90s was not the Buccaneer team that we see today uh, <laughs> with a different uniform and a different attitude. Uh, it was a losing franchise and a losing culture. But thank God for Tony Dungy, who became our head coach. He flipped the strip in really to how we think. And it wasn't necessarily about how we thought about the game of football and that preparation. It was about a developing a passion to go out and affect our community. And we're going to use the platform of playing football. And that's what really fed my passion. Uh, how can I be a bigger influence to the Bay Area and the city of Tampa and it not just stay between the white lines of playing football? So I looked at that passion of how I prepared myself, how I led this team, but more importantly, how did I serve? And that's what I say with you guys in serving your passions of your startup company. It's all about you. You can't divorce your passion. You, know, you have to stay with it. You have to be the grind. You have to be the foundation. And that's what I try to do every single day, no matter if it's being a, a leadership executive at Vinick Sports Group uh, to our foundation or even to our high school. I find that motivation every day. And I saw this uh, motivation on the back of a car, a Dr. Seuss thing on the back of someone's car about 10 years ago, and it's so true. It says, motivation is like taking a bath or a shower every day. You do it or you stink. And I thought that was so profound in motivation. And that's how I look at it. I don't want to stink. I don't want to smell. You know, I want to get on with a cologne of motivation every single day that affects someone else to do something positive. So I would just share that when I speak about passion. Find that motivation every day. And when you can't find it, you know, just put your nose under your arm and smell it. And say, oh, boy, <laughs> I will find a way to get motivated. <laughs> You have made me rethink my, you know, a, a daily shower is now different in my mind. Oh, absolutely. It's, a, it's a chance to re-motivate. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, I'm really, you, you started to talk a little bit about leadership and motivation and passion. You, you for, for those that don't know, uh, obviously you're a leader on the field. I want to talk a little bit about your leadership off the field. So You've got charity work through the Derek Brooks Charities, which is focused on providing youth with education or with educational opportunities to provide a cultural and social vision. Uh, 
as you think about the the um, influence that you have on these young lives, what are some of the the core principles that you want to bestow to the next generation as it relates to being future leaders in their own community? Well, uh, when I work with young people, whether it's at our high school with Mr. DeBartolo, uh, whether it's here with the Lightning Foundation, Mr. Vinick, or working with the Glazers, you know, at the Buccaneers, every group of young people I come across, I try to ask them this one question. I say, if attitudes are contagious, is your attitude worth catching? I ask them that, if attitudes are contagious, and I think that resonate from a child all the way up through us, and now, even the last really two and a half years, when you think about contagious and what we've been through, it's now been, oh, I don't want that. Well, I want you to have my attitude. I do not want a vaccination for Derrick Brooks's attitude. It's what I tell these kids. I want you to be impacted every single day that you know you can make a difference because someone cares. And that's all that young people want to know is, is someone cares. And once they figure out that someone cares, then the other things matters to them, understanding that their decision-making that they make every single day is going to impact them. And I do share stories. I say, guys, you guys are in a social and technology environment that a decision and a click or send that you're making at 9, 10 years old is going to affect you. Well, I did not have that. I made decisions at 9 or 10 that no one would know about because there was no technology to trace that. There was no picture, no phone, no social media, but you guys are under that and understanding the scope of those decisions and how that impact you. Now young people start to realize, man, it's not so funny. It's not so smart. And I think we can impact that and get them to understand that every single day. That has really been my goal. And it all focuses back honestly with asking that one question. And that again has impacted a lot of young people. I love that. I'd like to steal that from you. I'm telling you now. Yes, you have, you have all rights. <laughs> um, so you, so whether it's conscious or not, startup founders are building a legacy. They're building mm -hmm. something from scratch. And that goal is that it's a scalable solution that's going to impact the world. And they're leaving the world better than when they found it. And from what I know about you, this aligns with how you lead your life. You're yes. leaving the world better than they found it. I love that. What, what guidance would you offer a startup founder on how they think about their own legacy, especially somebody who's at the early stages of building their mm -hmm. company? I would say uh, to, to all the leaders, think of yourself as a servant leader. That you want people around you that you want to serve and get them to buy into your vision. Uh, that's how I lead Derrick Brooks Charities when I first started. It was all about there was no job too big, no job too small, because it was all about a labor of love. And I think that is what these startups are. It's a labor of love. That sometimes you got to appreciate your own self and what you're doing. At the same time, you got to identify those partners that believe in your vision as well. And I think you have to live it, breathe it, see it, and be a tangible example of what you want your startup to be. And again, that's, that is how I approach my community service with Derrick Brooks Charities. I want it to be that, that example. Uh, when young kids tell me, hey, your programs or something that I did saved them from a bad decision or situation, I tell them, no, you guys saved me because it was my obligation 
to what I wanted to be representing you that kept me on the right path to make the right decision. So I wanted to be accountable to them as much as they wanted to take advantage of the programs that we were providing. So now you flip that into terms of business. How can you be accountable to your own business and your own startup success? You yourself have to be accountable to it and you gotta be willing to serve it and serve the leaders and obviously the teammates that or around you to do it because trust me, I've I've been pitched to investment ideas and sat in situations like these a lot. And there's a lot you can see in terms of determining someone's passion and how they want to be their mission determines the outcome. But at the same time, when you are rejected, are you gonna get back up? Are you gonna look for a different path? Are you gonna look for areas of improvement to overcome that same rejection? So those are the things that I hope uh, through this endeavor today, I can impart on you guys. Hey, let this continue to be obviously a mirror image of what you want your startup to be about how you carry yourself. I love that. So I, I just have one last question for you. Um, and this is really for the benefit of the top, the five finalists who are about to pitch on stage. So the, our team last saw you when you participated in the Minority Entrepreneurship Institute pitch night over at Embark Collective. And we're about to hear five finalists for the startup of the year awards and summit. And I'm curious, what are you really looking for when you're listening to pitches? Oh man, I, I got to give my secret sauce away to, just, I don't know. I'm looking for whatever, help, help. whatever Ana is looking for. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> that's a good, that's, <laughs> honestly, that'd be my answer too. I vote with Ana. <laughs> but, uh, you know, first uh, I want to see fun. I, I want to see these companies get up here and let me see you have some fun. Life is serious and life is tough. And we've been robbed of fun opportunities the last two years. I want to see fun. Obviously, the passion will be displayed, but have some fun. Be educated. Let me leave here knowing something. Leave here with one thing that I could know about your company that resonate, that gives me a conversation piece to have with someone else that I may come across that I think was a great idea. And lastly, I, I know all of them are super prepared, but through that preparedness, don't oversell. You know, sometimes you know, you can have overkill and selling when you're missing a point. And I was a victim, I was almost a victim of that. And I give this example. When I first started my charter high school, then meeting with Mr. DeBarlow and his family, I was really, really prepared with a slide point because I'm like, this is Mr. DeBarlow. I have to make sure I cross every I, dot every T, spell every word right. You know, I was prepared, as, you know, I was more prepared for that than sometimes some of my opponents on the field. So I walk into his home and through the presentations, we start to you know, talk. So I go immediately into presentation mode with slides and PowerPoints, et cetera. In about three to five minutes into the conversation, Mr. Barlow says, I'm in. But I don't hear him tell me he's in. I keep presenting. And another minute goes by and he said, Derek, I'm in. I said, I understand you're in. I, I know you have a beautiful house. We're in your house and I'm excited to be here. So I keep on until about another 30 seconds. He says, Derek, shut up. I'm in. I'm your partner. 
And I said, Mr. Barlow, I'm so sorry. I was so into the moment. You already my point said yes. He said, I was your partner from the minute you walked in. And I heard the first thing you came out of your mouth was you love to teach. I was in from that standpoint. So I just say that to say all of you, make sure you're you're listening and throughout the presentation and don't get so caught up on the other side because I was in go mode. But I was so grateful that his heart felt my heart and what we was going to do in starting our charter high school that he, he became my partner and I did not talk myself out of that partnership. So again, I just share that story with you guys. That was incredible. Well, on behalf of all of us, both here in person in Tampa and on the live stream, thank you so much. Thank you for your contribution on the field. Thank you for your contribution to this community. And thank you for being a judge at the ninth annual Startup of the Year Summit. All right. Thank you, Derek and Lakshmi. I think uh, we can all learn some lessons from the Hall of Famer. Thank you, Derek, for sharing those lessons uh, into that we can incorporate into our daily lives. I think it's super helpful, and we appreciate it. And thanks again uh, for all of you listening. If you wanted to watch similar interviews, you can go over, go, go over to our YouTube channel, and we actually live-streamed our ninth Annual Start of the Year Summit, which took place down in Tampa. And so if you didn't get a chance to attend, you can actually watch the interview similar to the one you just heard, and uh, check it out on our YouTube channel simply by going to SOTY.link forward slash EST YouTube. It's again, SOTY.link forward slash EST YouTube. You can also go to our YouTube channel and subscribe and uh, you'll get all the updates. So thanks for checking that out. And you'll have a couple hours of, a couple days actually, of great interviews and sessions that uh, took place down in Tampa. All right. I hope you enjoyed the conversation and learned something from it. If you did, please share it. Uh, with someone that you think could find it helpful. We believe in sharing and sharing is caring. So we appreciate that. And I'm sure they will too. Well, thanks again for listening. And if you have a startup idea and you want to get it going, today is the best day to start up, not tomorrow, not the next day. Get it going and get it started. And, and we really do encourage you to join our community for access to support, expert advice and resources, everything you need to elevate your startup. Simply go to startupreviewer.com or go directly to SOTY.link forward slash apply and join today. Until next time, I'm Frank Gruber. Thanks again for listening and have a great week. Keep starting up. Thanks for listening to the Startup of the Year podcast. Be sure to subscribe and we'll be back with another episode soon.